Hello, my name is Alan Knapp. I'm an editor for Functional Ecology, and today I'm visiting with Ryan Sponseller from the Department of Forest Ecology and Management at the Swedish University of Agricultural Sciences in Umeå. Ryan is the lead author on a paper titled, Variation in Monsoon Precipitation Drives Spatial and Temporal Patterns of Laria Tridentata Growth in the Sonoran Desert. Ryan, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Alan. Thanks for having me. So you're in Sweden now. I don't actually think of Laria tridentata as a species common to Sweden. So clearly this is some work uh, that you did before you moved there. But I do know that Laria is a, a very Im important, widespread, and dominant desert shrub, one that I remember reading about when I was a graduate student, uh, particularly for the ability to photosynthesize at really low water potentials. And I know it's been studied extensively over the decades. So maybe we could begin with you uh, telling us a bit about, give us some background on this species and, and tell us about the knowledge gap um, that you tried to fill with this study? So you're right, Laria uh, has been and continues to be really studied. Um, and this, this includes um, good work across the Chihuahuan, Mojave, and um, Sonoran Desert. So this was a good thing for us, they're, they're really good research to build from. Um, and, and this makes sense because it's such a ubiquitous shrub across the southwestern U.S. and, and northern Mexico. Um, and it can be very dominant. Um, locally uh, within its range in terms of cover and, and biomass and things like that. So you get this sense that if, if you know something about what's driving the dynamics uh, of Laria, then, then, then you know something um, at least that's relevant to the broader ecosystem. <clears throat> of course, I think it's, it's also attracted um, quite a bit of attention because it's a neat plant species uh, and it faces really interesting challenges living in, in such a harsh environment. Um, in terms of the backstory uh, for our paper, I guess I would first say that this wasn't really a paper that we envisioned writing at the, at the outset of the study. Um, this project started uh, with, a, with a broader goal of asking how atmospheric nitrogen and, and carbon deposition from urban sources may influence desert ecosystems embedded within or uh, downwind of metropolitan areas, and we were using Phoenix as the model. Um, so we established all of these sites and all of these plots, and we monitored end deposition, and we um, carried out fertilizations, and measured a whole suite of ecosystem response uh, variables, of which Laria stem growth was, was just a part. And it wasn't until we gathered you know, a few years of data on Laria that um, we realized we had something um, here on this species that really should stand alone <clears throat> as a paper. Um, and it, it's also true that rainfall growth relationships in, in, in deserts in general, plant growth that is, um, have been well studied, frequently studied, and including by one or two of the co-authors in this paper. Um, I think, you know, at first as a group, we were a little surprised by what we were observing with Laria growth around Phoenix. We the amount of consensus in the literature regarding how different rainfall seasons, which in this case, we're comparing the winter-spring rainfall um, versus a monsoon rainfall season, which is uh, common um, in, in, in the northern Sonoran Desert and, and elsewhere in the southwest. Um, there wasn't a real consensus of, regarding the relative importance of those two seasons um, for plant growth. Um, there were some concept papers and modeling papers and empirical papers that didn't always exactly say the same thing. And we felt like we had accumulated a fairly robust data set and, and were in a position to make a contribution um, to, this, to this issue, at least as it, as it relates to rainfall seasonality and, and Laria um, stem growth. 
So I, I must say that that's often the case in many people I've talked to and my own research as well, where, where you start down one road and you find a really interesting side path to go down. And that certainly is the case with this study. So can you summarize the key findings from this paper uh, and their importance, particularly with relations to climate change? So the most obvious result of the paper, and perhaps the simplest, was that we found that, that Laria stem growth was both greatest and, and by far least um, during the summer monsoon season. Um, and in, in comparison, rates of growth during the spring were, they were intermediate in magnitude, fairly constrained among years, despite um, some some pretty big differences in the winter-spring um, climate uh, during the course of the study. So that was one thing that, that, that I think um, we observed. Um, the summer response was also interesting. Um, we found that, um, that summer growth as it relates to rainfall was extremely nonlinear with much, much higher um, rates of, of growth observed at sites that received what looked to be about 100 millimeters of seasonal uh, seasonal rain. And um, I think having as much data as we did really allowed us to, in a pretty robust way, assess that relationship. And I think that was a, that's an interesting interesting.